0: This week, my mom and I popped on for a spontaneous conversation for Mother's Day. We thought it'd be fun to just pull up a chair at the dining room table and chat for a while. It's fun, it's relaxed, and then it gets a little bit serious as we had a little impromptu therapy session. Somehow, just being with my mom brings out my just honesty, and she's always there ready to help. So, I hope you enjoy and laugh, and I'd love to hear stories about you and your mom. Hey, 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 you made it to the Ash and Ivy show where we get to be friends. My name is Riley, and this is just all about creating space to talk about what's going on in life, all the things, the ash, the ivy, it all belongs, and we're ready for it. I believe God shows up in every single one of our lives in unique ways. It's so beautiful. It's so fun to experience. Listen, we can create lives that light us up, and we can do it together. Let's go! So, Mother's Day this week, next week. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. <laughs> I just thought it would be fun to... Just remember some of the fun things and hard things or whatever comes up, I have no idea. It's just super spontaneous and that's okay. I think it's fun just to share. I don't know, for some reason parenting is probably, maybe parenting and marriage are like the top two things people want to hear the crap in other people's lives. <laughs> don't you think? Yes. <laughs> like, please tell me how much you yell at
1: your children. So I feel better. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um, I don't know why this is the story that keeps coming to mind, but one of my favorite things we ever did together was, uh, I don't even know, we got in the where did we live? We got in the car and went, I guess we lived in Panama City?
1: I think so. Really?
0: I felt younger than that.
1: Well, anyway. We could have lived in Valdosta. Tallahassee is very close to Valdosta. Okay,
0: I think it was Valdosta. So we moved around a lot, and my grandmother came down Nana. Everyone knows and loves Nana. And so... She came down and she decided to find this house that you guys lived in when you were a child. Yes. In Tallahassee. Yes. Okay. Literally, I know so little of this story. <laughs> <laughs> but we dri- I do remember driving all day. hmm Is that what you remember? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: well. Did we have,
0: an, I guess, no address?
1: No. I don't think we had Just a, a th-
0: feeling. Oh, I think it's this way. Yeah. I can hear Nana's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, she knew where she worked.
0: Oh.
1: And so she knew she had a general idea of where the house was compared to where she worked because she worked in the Capitol building, I think, or right downtown in that area. Oh, really? Mhm. Yeah, no, I did not know that. So I was like 5 and 6. Okay. And we live there. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) She's so crazy.
0: We need to have her representing herself here today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well... I was probably in denial most of the time that she was dragging us around. Like, we're not actually going to
0: find it. (laughs) Well, so I just remember eating at this sub-restaurant that was, like, flamingo pink and turquoise. (laughs) I don't know what that is. Anyway... Mm -hmm. I remember that and just feeling so excited. (laughs) Like it just felt really fun
1: to adventure
0: (laughs) and find. Like are you like the hidden adventures magazines or serial anything where you have to find something, I'm not going to stop until I find. Yeah. So I think maybe that's why I like this so
1: much. (laughs) Anyway, we found it. We did find it. And then what? She she went up and knocked on the door. (laughs) We stayed in the car. <laughs> and, and then we
0: went in. Yeah? Yeah, we all went in. The ladies super caught off guard. Had <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I just remember it being super dark, dirty. It, it was many remember? years later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like a lot of years. 20 yeah. or more.
1: <laughs> well... I remember more about that place when I lived there okay. than I do about that memory.
0: That's funny. That's so what was that. it like when you
1: lived there? Um, well, it was at the bottom of a hill, a cul-de-sac at the bottom of the hill, and I um, had a big black cat, kind of like a Persian, but he was a tomcat named Tiger, <laughs> yeah and uh, I can remember having a, one of those three-foot swimming pools in the backyard that I would float around in. <laughs> my dad taught me to throw the football, and I tried to learn to ride my bike, but it was not enough space. Hmm. But I walked to school, and I would walk up the hill, and right up at the top of the hill, my friend lived there. Aww. and her name was Elizabeth and then we would walk, walk to school.
0: Was it far? I
1: don't have any idea how far it was, a <laughs> <laughs> couple blocks I guess and we would play on a tree right when you got to the school grounds were lots of roots and a big tree and we'd go round and round and then the bell would ring and we'd have to run. <laughs> that's cute,
0: that's so cool. Yeah, um, so Tyler's kids get to walk to school in Clemson, mm-hmm. and we were talking about that, that they just let them out free
1: to mm-hmm.
0: get home some, somehow, some way. And I wish, I mean, we live super close to Key in school, but he can't
1: walk. The roads are too big.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if things really have changed that much or if we've just gotten super locked down. on our parenting.
1: But you got to walk to school too in kindergarten and first grade and fourth grade. By myself? Probably. No, you didn't walk by yourself. Um, When you were a little bit older, it was kind of a long walk, probably nine or ten blocks and it was in Tampa. So you didn't walk by yourself.
0: I do not remember that at all. That's Mm -hmm. crazy. Weird what kids remember. Mm -hmm. Like, as parents, you give everything to make something awesome, and then they remember the three-foot pool in the backyard. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. That's bizarre. And kids are so resilient, too. Like, I... Oh, I just thought of what I was thinking of. Good. It's just that, like, I never... Maybe I'm jumping ahead, but and we can come back to it. But I... I am a strong-willed person, and I think I was difficult to parent, and I only say that because I have one, and I know how difficult it is, (laughs) not because you've said anything to make me feel that way, but I don't remember, literally I laid in bed last night trying to remember you being like mad at me, or me being in trouble, or you yelling at me, and I don't
1: Praise God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do. I think that my little kid is going to only think of me as yelling all the time. And I mean, I'm not even a, I'm not a yeller. I don't, well, that might be denial. I I don't just feel like I'm angry all the time or anything, but he's, he requires a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. And so... It was, I don't know, it kind of struck me as a thing last night when I'm like, okay, let me just think of the moments and I can only think of a couple, <laughs> one, one being, I could not think of any in Sumter, which is my kindergarten-ish time of life. I could only think of one time where I just felt terrible in Tampa and it's when I stole the journal. <laughs>
1: so I legit had guilt. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah.
0: You remember what you did?
1: Did we take it back?
0: No. I think we just threw it in the trash. We threw it in the trash. (laughs) What a waste. (laughs) You should have just made me pay for it. (laughs) But anyway, exploring for that duplex or house or whatever it was in Tallahassee, I think it just is the perfect example of how you parented us to... Just be brave and just take a risk and go for it, explore, and not be afraid of people or failure or Mm -hmm. really that component of not being afraid of people I think is showing up in our life a lot, Mm -hmm. and I think it's really cool. So I don't know if you see it that way. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well you mentioned the um, independence raising you guys to be independent and I I really think that that must have just been by example. Yeah. more than intentional. Yeah,
0: well that's the question it's, I had. Did, did you so you have said your children are very independent. Yes. And I don't know if you really like that now.
1: No. <laughs> I don't want you to stop needing me but, but
0: did you so were you set like I want my kids to be strong independent people and you had like a did you parent us that way on purpose
1: uh, so consciously I wasn't trained or smart enough to like write that out yeah. um, it, somewhere along the way after we got saved, we, we discovered this idea of who, do you, who are you grooming your child to be? So when your child leaves your nest, what are the characteristics that you want them to have? And then all of your choices throughout their lives are aimed at that person that you are grooming.
0: Because you're not just raising kids, you're raising men and women. Adults, right. right. Okay.
1: And so uh, subconsciously, before we were aware of that idea, I think we just knew that. Um, But your dad and I were both raised very independently. We were required, it was a necessity, that we take care of ourselves. And then um, being in the military, we were not around family who could just pop over and help us. Right. Do something. And so we did it ourselves. We did everything ourselves. And, um, and so I just think that you guys learned that. But we also wanted you to be whole and capable and comfortable with who you were and confident in who you were. Mm-hmm. And that you could go, go for it, mm-hmm. you know, just go for it, and uh, because your dad is such an adventurer, I can't take credit for that, but everything was a possibility, so we tried lots of things,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and we made things happen, and uh, we didn't, we didn't buy fancy birthday cakes, but you know, if you wanted it to look like New Kids on the Block, well, by golly, we made it look like New Kids on you the sure Block. <laughs> you know, we just yep. set our minds to it and figured it out and yeah. had enough creativity, I guess. But
0: mm-hmm. You know what I was just um, thinking? We were going through some costume jewelry at my in-laws and there was this gold chunky belt. Well, we thought it was a necklace and then finally we realized it was a belt. Yeah. <laughs> and so our, my little niece, Wore it all over the house, and I was telling her about my gypsy costume. Yeah, and like you're right, like, I did have really decorated cakes before Pinterest was even a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and like the best Halloween costumes like mm-hmm. that gypsy costume was it Gypsy was my yeah. favorite, and then Pippi Longstocking.
1: Yeah, she was great. <laughs> yeah
0: we need to pull those pictures out
1: mm-hmm yeah so we were just determined to make what we needed happen yeah and and so you guys expected that as normal and you put it into your own yeah into your own lives as it reflects your own personality
0: hmm that's interesting I haven't quite thought about it that way yeah yeah it's, it's like this idea that there's nothing too big or if you have an idea let's just work on it and make it (laughs) there's a reason that you have that idea and so that's neat but now we're all independent
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think the independence was the hardest for me through your 20s all of your 20s and some of you know, half of you, the kids, are are at that age, and you and Tyler are older. But I recognize, even though it hurt my heart and I cried secret tears, <laughs> um, I recognize that that's what you're supposed to be doing. You're full of ideas for your own life yeah. and and really busy with that and and eager, and if you're married, or if you have children, or you're in school, or you're going for things, and it's so exciting that you kind of take your parents for granted at that time. But you mm-hmm. come back around, mm-hmm. and that's I don't even know if I can talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just sort of our role. <sighs> and and you know, I, I have family. I mean, I have friends whose whose kids are not like that stay right. very involved um, and I mean it's there's no point in analyzing that uh, but I do think it's the independence you know mm-hmm. you're made to fly
0: yeah well yeah. success yeah. <laughs> although and now I live a mile
1: from you, <laughs> you <can get. laughs> So. Yeah, and so just allowing that and then I've learned over the years to appreciate in those, in those say the 20s when you're really trying to create your own foundation in your own life, find your own faith, find your own footing, discover who you are, I've learned to appreciate what you do bring to me. You know, so it's not like y'all don't talk to me at all for 10 years. You do talk to me mm-hmm. and to notice what you need me for or how you respect me or where you're trusting me mm-hmm. and, and appreciate the value of that and know that that's a reflection of our relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, so many things. I mean, I can picture what you're saying. Like, you go time without just every day telling you what's going on. and But I can't ever think of a time where I didn't just feel completely like you're my safe place, hmm. you know?
1: Oh, that's a blessing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's true. Like, you, you just assume maybe or fear that, like, oh, well, she's not talking to me, so she's not thinking about me. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what you mean when you say, like, you take them for granted. Because the reality is I feel completely safe in that relationship, and I know you're there, and so it doesn't require
1: Well, it allows you space to yeah. to do what you need to do to find your life. Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
0: So that's a good thing, mm-hmm. but... I guess it's not that fun because I know, like, just picking my kids up from school is like, I just picked up Gray, who's 14, and I was like, get so giddy. Like, I want to see him and touch him. And,
1: <laughs> you know? And was he giddy when he got in the car?
0: <laughs> well, he's, he's generous. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He does. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that moment of my kids getting in the car from school is like the best minute of the day because they just, they are happy to see me. Mm-hmm. And so, oh God, to think about him driving to school next year. is just about more than I can handle. <laughs> oh goodness. That's hard. There's so many seasons. Like people ask like a common question is what's your favorite parenting stage so far? And I can remember with gray, like every, it just got better and better and better forever. Mm -hmm. And it really still has, but then when you have two kids and Mm -hmm. them arguing, like it gets really, really stressful and exhausting. And I just, I don't know, I guess, somebody asked that a couple days ago and I realized that I didn't feel like this was my favorite stage and it kind of felt sad Yeah, like oh <laughs> every stage up until now has been my favorite and right now I just feel <laughs> well here we go I just feel so tired but yeah, I know a lot of moms feel that way right like we're supposed to be enjoying it they say don't blink they say you know and it's like yeah well I would blink if it would take all this arguing away or right. disobedience or
1: well one thing that a strong-willed child teaches you it just um, Blows the illusion of <laughs> being full of joy with your child all the time yeah. right out of the water. For sure. <laughs> and it and, um, doesn't mean that there aren't thousands of moments of delight. Right, that's right. But because of their strong will, they are not compliant. They are not agreeable. Mm-hmm. They are voicing their own opinion and their own desire constantly and it's tiring yeah it's tiring and you have to look i had to look for a different form of affirmation that i was doing a good job than oh we're having loads of fun (laughs) yeah Yeah, And mine was that when you, Riley was the strong-willed, and you implied (laughs) it. Just lay it out there. You implied it already. (laughs) But when you went to school, you know, you were polite. You were obedient. You did your schoolwork. You were a good friend. Um, You had lots of wonderful characters, characteristics, that you were fine-tuning in our relationship. (laughs) That's true you know. Yeah,
0: just the learning maybe is so out loud.
1: Yeah, and a a really positive thing I want to say about that out loud, um, having four children, two strong-willed, two not, um, is that I find that the strong-willed child is more balanced in her adulthood because everything, every emotion was out body language, mouth mm-hmm. all it wasn't, doesn't mean they don't store emotion, yeah, but a whole bunch of it is out there, and they don't automatically know who they are like their identity, they're not special magic like that, but that aspect of who they are is Huge as a part of who they are and P.S. You're not going to get rid of it (laughs) You know, it is there it is who they are
0: Yes, it's such a weird conundrum because like one minute you're rejoicing like I'm so proud of who you are and that you're so open and all your emotions are out and all your ideas are big. And then the other, you're like trying to shape them and knock them off their throne. And (laughs) it's like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to parent Mm -hmm. all these different complexities and nuances and give grace, but be disciplined and give rest and give grace, but hold accountable. And like, the balance is... Mm -hmm. Very difficult to find.
1: Well, I think one of the very most important things about parenting is that the child understands that they're a child and that they have an authority Mm -hmm. over them because that's the way of the world. Um, The father is the ultimate authority and we are all his children, but every workplace, even the grocery store, there is authority there, there's rules, Mm -hmm. and we have to know how to fit into that mm-hmm. and, and that for that strong-willed child you're constantly showing them in whatever way required is that you must submit mm-hmm. to this authority it doesn't deny your creativity and your passion for...
0: Yeah, you feel like you're squishing who they are. But, in,
1: but really, you're giving them the tools they need. Freedom
0: to live within a boundary. Function, yes. It's hard. Oof, it's hard. Well, thanks for that parenting therapy. <laughs> Didn't know I signed up for that today. Because <laughs> that's what we needed. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you're good at it. You know, you bring in a lot of behavioral, behavioral-like things. Mm-hmm. You and Josh both and Tyler and Allie uh, spend a lot of time teaching your children how to express themselves. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> and um, did
0: you ever have fun, like, imagining what we would be like when we grew up? you ever remember predicting who we'd be or what we would do or I keep telling my brother Tyler that we need to make some time capsules and guess what each of our children will be or at least in the general field.
1: Mm-hmm. It'd be so fun. <laughs> uh, I probably did but I can't recall you know I mean I probably say like you were gonna be a boss <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just something generic like yeah that.
0: just in charge
1: yeah um, but you know as you got older your passions showed um, yeah with the singing and the children um, that became very mm-hmm. dominant and I just anticipated that um
0: yeah i'm not really as bossy as i used to be no (laughs) you're
1: not it's weird Mm. so
0: it's fun it's fun to imagine and think about and it's fun to go back and look at all the things in our life that shape us and i mean all of the things we've said are laced with hard things and good things but You know, it's just fun to look back at them and see how they've impacted us, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's really good. All right. Well, is that the end of our Mother's Day segment? (laughs) (laughs) Not too torturous?
1: No. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Any more stories to tell?
1: Well, I would like to tell something that you taught me. Um... You taught me for sure, although I didn't learn it with you, but you did teach it. I learned it later on with some other kid, (laughs) another sibling, you know. But that, that ultimate authority and control of a parent over the child is not best, you know. It's not best. That's the way I was raised, and so that's the way I set out to raise you and it created a lot of conflict Um, and your strong personality demanded that I step back you know Mm -hmm. and of course it was all new and foreign and I didn't really know what I was doing but it did introduce me to to the fact that um, controlling your children and Just that very strict disciplinarian type Mm -hmm. method wasn't going to work for every kid and that you had to adapt. But the neater thing that I learned from you was in elementary school when we lived in Valdosta and Riley had a suitor, a young boy, (laughs) who um, admired her. And there used to be a TV show and there was a kid on there named Oh, shoot, Eddie Haskell, and most of your listeners are probably too young to know Eddie Haskell, but he <laughs> was the ultimate polite kid, so when he would come into the house, he would say, how are you, Mrs. Sloan, how was your day, Mrs. Sloan, you know, like that, uh-huh. just schm- schmoozing the parents, <laughs> even though he was like in the fourth grade, and so he's this nice little boy, you know, it's like, ah, and he liked Riley, and a whole bunch of children from this neighborhood would get on the bus. So out of every house, kids were walking out to, and down the street to the corner to get on the bus. And this kid- Oh, I
0: know where this story's going now. Took yeah, me a minute. <laughs> this,
1: this kid, I can't remember his name, but he would be walking up the sidewalk. I mean, he'd be walking up the driveway to the front door anticipating, and hello Mrs. Sloan, hello Riley. Well Riley didn't like him, so she would walk straight out the front door. This is
0: terrible. This is not (laughs)
1: terrible. Absolutely listeners, this is not terrible. She'd walk right out the front door and take a 90 degree right hand turn away from him towards the bus. (laughs) So sorry. Totally ignoring him. And of course, initially, and this is what a lot of young moms do, is they want their children to be polite. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I was instructing her in that way. Why are you being rude to him? He's so nice, he just wants to walk with you. He walked all the way up the driveway, blah, 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 stuff like that. But I came to learn really quickly that my daughter was more important than that boy. And if she did not want to walk with him she didn't have to <laughs> and she was free to walk out her front door and take a 90 degree right-hand turn
0: I wish I had carried that
1: <laughs> a little while longer into high school <laughs> <laughs> Well I probably kept trying no. to teach you to be polite and it took took over
0: there But are, there's a balance yeah there is <laughs> I know, I wish I could tell young girls to take the 90 degree turn, think about what they want, do what they want, mm-hmm. you know? Like, uh, oh, quit trying to please everybody.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh man, so many good lessons. Yeah. Well, we have had some good times together. We have. And now you're the best ama <laughs> ever. They're always begging to go to your house
1: so I love you super happy I love you too
0: (laughs) wow this stuff lights me up every time and I want to hear from you it's your turn so listen first I want to thank you for subscribing to this podcast that means the world to me reviewing and sharing the show is the best way to help it grow and is the greatest gift to me so if you like what you hear please pop it in your stories and tag me thanks